my local theater the Birmingham Hippodrome sent me a survey. My reply to them and to the world of ballet is read this play. And perform it in the street or a field. The whole world can follow suit. For if to sing is to be doubly free. Then what about dance, move over Elvis I'm coming. Birmingham is ballet copyright. Bye. Michael Casey. If you have been following me on my site you'll know that the pain monster attacked at 4am this morning, I had a cuppa and as I'd managed to waken my daughter I told her about this story. It will actually form a chapter in tears for a butcher the comic sequel to the butcher the baker and the undertaker, assuming I get around to doing it. I have a vain hope that I could borrow a legal secretary, then in 12 weeks the sequel would be done. I'll just sit and dictate it. Now why ballet? Well as you should also know my wife's first friend in Birmingham was a ballerina from the Birmingham Royal Ballet. I was vetted in a straight bar in the gay quarter of Birmingham, by the ballerina herself. The bar is called the Queen's Tavern, you can have a beer there next time you are in Birmingham at the ballet, it's just up the side of the Hippodrome Theatre past the Subway Sandwich Place. Now if you put your four pints of Stella down on the coffee table Boris, and those three Subway Sandwiches, eating alone again, then I'll begin. Remember as ever these are all my copyrighted ideas. Catherine and Damien were ecstatic they had scored top marks in the law exam, in fact along with their friends, Peter and Paul all four had scored top marks. All because one of the partners suggested they go to visit Marcus in the old people's home, the one owned by the old forge and singing anvil coop, but that's another story which I'll tell you later. But you may need another 10 pints of Stella Artois and 6 more Subway sandwiches Boris, but Annie can clear the table away for you, or Betty her twin sister. Now where was I? Yes Catherine and Damien, and the other two had visited Marcus in the home, after his stroke he needed a little help but otherwise he still had it. So with Marcus's help the four of them scored the highest ever scores in the Birmingham law exams. Now it is a tradition that the law firm that gets the best results gets a bottle of whiskey from the other firms. As you may know if you wander around St. Philip's Cathedral area, we have a lot of lawyers in Birmingham. Obviously I worked at the best firm, Pinsent Masons, but I digress. So back to the tale, Grace of Marcus as the French might say, the foyer of Catherine's company was littered with whiskey. Not bottles but cases of the stuff. As her company they gained the top four spots, the other firms thought it was only fair to send not a bottle but a case of whiskey. I am probably underestimating the figure, but 30 firms sending 30 cases of whiskey, equals 360 bottles of whiskey. The senior partner arrived and raised half an eyebrow. It's the legal result sir, explained Tony on security. We got a case instead of a bottle seeing as we did so well. 360 bottles. Yes sir 360 bottles, leader ones too. The senior partner smiled, well if you put five cases upstairs in the boardroom. And the rest sir? Well if I remember rightly it's your regimental reunion soon, would it be an imposition if I asked you to dispose of it? 300 bottles may be a little too much to ask you to dispose of. I suppose we might find a good home for it all. Thank you Tony, said the senior partner. The senior partner stopped for a second, no he hadn't changed his mind, oh by the way, ask Maggie our cleaning lady for the hangover cure, it works wonders, so I am well informed, touching his nose as he skipped away smiling. It was a happy ship there firm, one big happy family. So the night of the regimental reunion arrived, Tony had hired a room in the local bar, in the corner of the prize, 25 cases of whiskey. Not your rubbish stuff from Asda or any other supermarket. 40-year-old malt whiskey, they were lawyers after all, they had standards to maintain. In a neighboring bar Catherine and the others were celebrating too. Catherine and Damien were having a quiet fag, when three lads asked could they have a light, when Catherine held out her lighter one grabbed her arm, they were going to be robbed. Catherine let out a scream, one of the lads pulled a knife. 
Inside the regimental reunion things were going well, very well in fact, half the Tonys were tipsy. Ex-army tend to work as security in law firms, and they always but always are called Tony, it's almost like a religious cult. Ex-army, law firms and the name Tony. If you don't believe me ask Tony Cruz, the action film guy, his real name is Tony by the way. Catherine's scream was heard, and like a mother running to save her baby half the room exited. But they were too late, blood had been spilled and bodies were on the floor. Somebody else had heard Catherine's call, it was a ballet dancer new in town, like a new gunslinger. It was Anton Balakov from Russia. He had dashed and pranced and pranced and dashed, three times in fact. He had kicked them high and low, and low and high and high and low again. The assassins were on the floor bleeding. Are you okay, my dear said Anton looking into Catherine's eyes and she looked into his. It was thunder and lightning, may I introduce myself? Damien screamed, the Tonys ran faster, as fast as 40-year-old malt whiskey allows you. You are the Otten Balakov, the ballet dancer, screamed Damien, he was so excited. He had been rescued by the Anton Balakov, nobody would believe him down the gay bar. The Tonys arrived and bounced the three criminals against a wall or two. You are banned from Birmingham yelled a RSM, another Tony took their photos, do you hear me you're banned from Birmingham, yelled the RSM. Now get lost, he would have used stronger language, the kind RSM have qualifications in but there was a lady present. Damien explained all. Tony from Catherine's law firm thanked Anton Balakov if ever you need a favor just ask, you saved one of my girls and boys, I owe you. Anton Balakov knew when to leap so he leapt. If I could get into a good Italian restaurant tonight with the beautiful lady that would reward enough. Catherine swooned, delayed shock, Anton caught her in his arms. This was love at first sight and the Tonys were there to see it, Damien was slightly disappointed, but he believed in love, he has watched Moulin Rouge 12 times already. So Tony took their photos too, he explained henceforth they were on the angel list, never wait, straight to heaven at any place in Birmingham where there was security. As for the three bad guys, they were on the hell list, forever barred. Photos were appearing on mobiles all over Birmingham as he spoke. So thanking the Tonys Damien, Catherine and Anton Balakov made their way across town to the new gay bar and then to the Italian restaurant. Were they afraid of meeting any nasty people along the way? No because Anton was with them. Besides every security camera along the way was following them and as they passed every bar and eatery a security guy or girl waved and spoke into their radio. It was as if the queen was strolling by, with security watching. Damien had everything, a bright future in the law beckoned, but he wanted love. And you cannot buy love. He waved Catherine and Anton away as he queued outside of the new happening gay bar. He had a slight tear in his eye, all he wanted was somebody to love. He'd have a great future but without somebody to share it with. He brushed a tear of envy away from his eye. At that moment Martin appeared, Martin was the head of security, he was just checking the lines. Do you want a tissue he asked as he handed Damien a tissue, then looking at his phone he said, you are on the angel list come with me. Once inside Damien had a cocoa with Martin, you can't have alcohol while you are working after all. Damien offloaded his life to Martin, it turned out that as well as being a bodybuilder, Martin's dad was a lawyer. Only they had argued so Martin ended up having a security company instead of a law firm. They say that God works in mysterious ways, but that night they had found each other, 60 years they were together, but I'll leave the future to God. Meanwhile Anton Balakov and Catherine were walking hand in hand through the back streets till they arrived at the best Italian restaurant in Birmingham. All the time security cameras and doormen charting their progress. The regimental reunion was a full swing, Tony was happy his eyes were everywhere protecting his children. At Don Camillo's Anton and Catherine instinctively cued, a security giant and his small blonde pigtailed girlfriend ushered them in. 
Paolo was a ballet nut, and when he saw walk through the door he screamed. The best table in the house given to them, best food and wine was produced. Catherine was all loved up, here in front of her was the Anton Balakov from Russia. He was wearing a very tight shirt and even tighter cream-colored trousers. She was in love in lust and in love again. People would have asked for autographs but one look from the pig-tailed security girl stopped that. Paolo refused payment, Anton said why not come to the ballet tomorrow for a full dress rehearsal, and the nice security people. So it was settled. Anton told Paolo to step outside then he asked Catherine to lean on a lamppost. What happened next cannot really be explained by a ballet baby such as I but I will do my best, with Paolo standing on the steps of his restaurant Anton floated back and forth only to return to stroke Catherine's hair, her face and shoulders. Away in return, away in return. A crowd of hundreds appeared, held back by security. This went on and on and on, like singing in the rain but without the rain, this is Birmingham not Manchester after all. Anton stroked her hair, her face, her shoulders, her behind, her breast, her thighs. Ever so gently, ever so romantically. Women and men fainted in the crowd, erotic dancing, ballet dancing while fully clothed. Catherine's breathing increased, the crowd's breathing increased. Anton Balakov was making love to every woman in the crowd. Finally it was just too much, 40 minutes of balletic foreplay, Anton stroked a stroke too far. Catherine wheeled and sprung, she tore his shirt off in the street, Balakov's shirt off in the street. This would be the sun's headline in the morning. She jumped on him and began to devour him on the bench outside the old church that was was now a 70s disco nightclub. For God's sake get her to the church on time. The security saved the day as ever, the couple, it was close but not quiet, the couple were grabbed and carried up the street to the Novotel. They were flung through the doors of the presidential suite. But then something wonderful happened as they stood naked in front of each other. Not the urge, the urge was there, very much there. They just showered together in each other but then they stopped, naked but in love. They spent the night talking, they were up all night, talking. Can it be true, can it be really true? Yes. The exact same thing was happening for Damien, and his new lifelong love. Both couples had stopped on the verge of coupling. They wanted to be sure it was love. Then they slept. In the morning the sun screamed out Balakov shirt off in the street. As the couple talked and slept their love had gone viral. Everybody but everybody in the crowd had filmed it and uploaded it. Ballet Lover's website crashed 14 times, such was the pull of the ballet. By afternoon on the streets of Bangkok you could buy a DVD of Balakov and the Mystery Girl. To say Balakov was huge was a massive understatement. But what would transpire after breakfast would dwarf. Catherine arrived at her law firm and Tony smiled, she kissed him on the cheek. Tony on security blushed, he was like a proud dad, as all law firm security people are. Now a major new client had been visiting and as Catherine spoke fluent Italian she was ushered to the boardroom just to be on hand. Now as luck or fate would have it, the client had been at Paolo's restaurant the night before. This could be tricky very tricky, but he was a ballet nut. He did not want to want to talk about contracts just ballet. Catherine looked helpless and trapped for a moment, the senior stepped in, not as elegantly as Balakov but just as nice. If Catherine doesn't feel too overwhelmed then I'll permit it, he ventured, Senior partners love their staff almost as the Tonys on reception, but with much posher language. Forgive me, I am just a farmer replied the Italian in clothes worth at least 10,000. He bowed and kissed her hand. So they talked business with Catherine doing a bit of translation. As talks had gone well, extremely well, the Italian could not keep his mind off Balakov's performance. Catherine decided to do some of her own venturing. Actually, there is a full dress rehearsal today and Anton said I should sneak out over a long lunch break and come and see him perform. 
the Italian screamed and dropped his manbag leaving a tiny tiny scratch on it. Could we, please, we have finished here, my cousin Marco would be so jealous if I saw Balakov first. The Italian gave his best pleading eyes to his senior partner. Well if you are sure the business is closed. The Italian drew out his most expensive yet stylist pen and signed the 200 million deal. Let's go and see Balakov he screamed in delight. The senior partner leaned over his phone and asked Tony on reception to tell the Italian's driver to be ready. In the ride down in the lift Catherine told the Italian how she had met Balakov. So when the lift doors opened Tony was a superhero, putting Balakov on the angel list had been angel's delight for the Italian. Balakov was at the restaurant as the Italian magnate and he had seen him dance in the street. The Italian kissed Tony on both cheeks, you should have a reward, Tony's eyebrows formed question marks. The senior partner shrugged his shoulders, the Italian asked sheepishly would his manbag be a suitable reward. The tiny scratch on it meant the Italian would not be seen dead with it. With the senior partner nodding his assent Tony accepted the gift. It was a Paco Makotico manbag not that Tony knew that till he googled the label inside. Retail value 4000. The car whisked them to the ballet, the lights had gone down but they were ushered to a box. The music started and the lights came on. As their eyes adjusted to the light Catherine could see the security from the restaurant and Paolo from the restaurant in the boxes beside them. Then as she looked about she realized the Hippodrome home of the Birmingham Royal Ballet was overflowing. Every security in Birmingham had come. Invite one, invite all. Balakov and the Birmingham Royal Ballet were on fire, his energy had supercharged everybody. The fact that the other newspapers had followed up on the Sun's headline really made everybody feel happy. The show was an entire tour de force or whatever the French say. At the interval a miracle happened. Everybody got a drink, the chairman of the Federation of Security Personnel Birmingham branch had slapped down his American Express card and said fill everything and have every ice cream in the building ready. It was a military operation, everybody but everybody was fed and watered in those 20 minutes. Happy with smudges of ice cream on their lips which eager girlfriends more than eager to lick off slowly, the security all sat in eager anticipation. They were not denied anything. Ballerinas danced and ballet dancers pranced. It was like Christmas for a child. Grown men cried and their girlfriends had to console them, and they'd console them much more when they got home to bed. Afternoon delights are a regular feature if you work late nights. The Italian sneaked out his iPhone and streamed a minute to his cousin in Milan. The cousin was so lividly jealous. As the curtain fell the entire audience leapt to their feet. The community of Birmingham security has lost their ballet virginity, and they wanted more, and when they got home they would have more ballet, but the horizontal variety. The corps de ballet bowed and the audience screamed. Volokhov stepped forward, I am sorry if my performance was not perfect it's my first time on this stage but I promise to improve here in my new home, Birmingham. I met somebody so special last night and we spent the entire night talking, just talking. So did I scream Damien and Martin in unison. The audience roared their approval. Things could not get any better. Catherine screamed out, I love you. Italian and the senior partner could go to hell she was in love. The entire audience screamed out I love you. The corps de ballet bowed. The applause and screaming lasted 10 full minutes was like a pop concert. Then when the screaming stopped Catherine screamed again. It's me, I love you. The spotlight moved to cover her, he's seen her in the sun now he'd spotted her in the crowd. The audience gasped it was her, the girl dancing or rather ripping his shirt off from Balakov. Anton saw the love of his life and dived into the crowd. His ballet dancing had lifted them up, now it was their turn to lift him up. So walking on palms Anton Balakov reached his girl. It was like Romeo and Juliet. Marry me and have all my babies he said in Russian. What did he say asked the audience? 
the Italian who also spoke Russia stood and with tears in his eyes translated. He said marry me and have all my babies. Versuvius erupted, Catherine was lowered to Bolokhov's level and still standing on the hands of security they kissed. Then hand in hand they walked over the hands to the stage. The Italian kissed the senior partner he was so happy. His Milanese cousin would die, absolutely die. After a few more bows the corps de ballet were about to leave the stage when Anton hissed, do you trust me? Yes. So the corps de ballet left the stage by walking over the hands of the audience. It took 90 seconds to empty the theater they were all trained security personnel. Then outside the hippodrome Anton reprised his dance from the night before, but with the Birmingham Royal Ballet improvising around him. If my mother were alive she would have thrown a bucket of water on them. As it was the fire brigade had been doing some routine checks so they decided to sprinkle the ballet. It was an utter internet sensation. Kirovkin Balakov was the headline on The Sun the next day. Two days with two ballet headlines in The Sun, was the editor drunk, or just drunk on ballet? Linking his arm through the senior partner's arm the Italian walked back to the law office, the crowds had gathered, his car could never get through now. I like you, your firm, your security Tony, I like everything, like a family, and I adore the ballet. This is the happiest day of my business life ever. Only when I bought the racing car company comes a second closest, to this day. Ballet and Birmingham Day, I think I'll tell my biographer to write a whole page about it, maybe two. The Birmingham Royal Ballet went inside to change, Catherine and Anton decided to consummate their love in a box of the Hippodrome. Damien and Martin were ahead of them, in a box on the other side of the Hippodrome. As they say ballet is universal, the Birmingham Royal Ballet encapsulates it all. And yes I really was vetted by a Chinese ballerina from the Birmingham Royal Ballet in the Queen's Tavern about 20 years ago. Where do you think the ideas come from? Okay. If only I broke free via a ballet, come on use your imagination, all of you. Birmingham is Ballet C2A9 Download.